Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, welcome aboard, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Is everybody here? No, everybody's not here yet. Did we get all our cues off? Let's see if our cues got off. Not yet all the cues are off. But you know what, folks? You know what, folks? We are all doing fine. <clears throat> We're all doing fine. Anyhow, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. How is everybody doing? I trust that your weekend was great. I had a great weekend. I went to the Universalist, uh, you know, the UU, UU Church, and there were some, um, you know, I went there as a part of the Houston Peace and Justice Center. We had a great time. I think you guys would have loved to listen to all those bands playing as we had some. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good camaraderie with folks, both progressive and otherwise. It was a good, good out, good outpouring. Welcome aboard, Eric Hayes. Welcome aboard, Melanie Kiel in the Barcelona, Spain. Welcome aboard, Lee Grant. Lee, was that you who called in today at KPFT when I was discussing, I believe it was uh, reverse mortgages? I saw Lee, but I didn't know, you know, sound like a young Lee. I don't know. Was that you who called? All right. We also have a AVQ, uh, Senor, uh, Senor Michael Rutnan. How are you doing today? Who else is here? If I missed you, forgive me. If I missed you, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Michael says, Texas Tribune, has he has a battle rifle. Uh, police feared Uvalde gunman's AR-15. In previously unreleased interviews, police who responded to the Rob Elementary's uh, shooting told investigators they were cowed, uh, cowed by the shooter's military-style rifle. This drove their decision to wait for the Border Patrol SWAT team to engage him, which took more than an hour. People have blamed cowardice or poor leadership or a lack of sufficient training uh, for why police waited for more than an hour to breach a classroom, you subdue an, eight, uh, an immature 18-year-old adversary. But in their own words, during and after the botched response, the officers pointed to one reason. They were unwilling to confront the rifle on the other side of the door. That hesitation to confront the gun allowed the gunmen to terrorize students and teachers in two classrooms to more, uh, for more than an hour without interference from police. It delayed medical care for more than two dozen gunshot uh, victims, including three who were still alive when the border team finally ended the shooting, but who later died. Mass shooting protocols adapted by law enforcement nationwide call on officers to stop the attacker as soon as possible. But police in other mass shootings, including at Stoneman's Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, and the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida, also hesitated to confront gunmen. And they had a shooting today. Education Week. Houston uh, G House GOP passes parents' rights bill in clash over schools. House uh, Republicans on Friday narrowly passed legislation that would fulfill a campaign promise to give parents a role in what's taught in public schools. It was little chance in the Democratic. It runs little chance in the Democratic Senate and critics. Uh, it would it would propel a far right movement that has led to book bans, restrictions aimed at transgender students, and raucous school board meetings across the county. Country. Representative Lauren Boebert 
Republican of Colorado successfully added amendments that would require schools to report when transgender girls join girls' athletic teams and if trans girls are allowed to use girls' school restrooms or locker rooms. The bill would also require elementary and middle school get schools get parents' consent to change a child's gender designation, pronouns, or name. Advocates for LGBTQ people said the proposal poses a threat to LGBTQ students and potentially forcing them to come out to their families, which can sometimes lead to abuse or abandonment. They don't care. They really don't care. There's not, there's not a soul there. But anyhow, what can I say? All right, what else we got here? Eric K says, hi, uh, hi, see you can have fun and money and do good to that. All right, good news for America. Finally get some money and other places to ship. You have to tell us what it's about. Lee Grant says, hey, y'all. Hey, Lee Grant. Eric Hay says, small example, what? small example of the BS these leaders are pushing on common people mandating things, but not for them. Energy Secretary Greyholm admits she has a gas stove while justifying push. Oh, God. Uh, y'all don't get it, but I'm not going to try to explain that right now. Uh, let's see. Eric Hay's gas stove is nonsense distraction. Here's... The thing about gas stoves, they cure, they're a cancer risk. I'm in an apartment. The next time we have renovations, looking forward to my gas stove being replaced with an electric one. There you go. Sensible, Michael Rudden. You're a sensible man. Lee Grant, I mean, Alice Waters says, hi, all. She's here. Lee Grant says, good bill. Lee, was that you who called KPFT today? Yes or no? Michael says, Miss, Mrs. Betty Brewers, America's best Christian has your satire follow-up. Or after the video, the wheel of anti-woke distraction. P.S. I know people like Eric Hayes won't challenge themselves to watch this, even though they're the one that needs to see the most. You're right. Lee Grant says, should we let guys who think they're girls go into the restroom? Oh, boy. Y'all are obsessed. Y'all are obsessed. Carl Cox is another mass shooting brought to you by Gun Lobby Gun Nuts. I agree. I agree. I agree. Anyhow, we're going to start the program today with uh, an environmentalist that came to KPFT on Friday. I was really taken back by what he does. So let's go ahead and play that, and then we'll take it on the other side. John Baird Jr. is an active member of his community and has dedicated his life and career to serving the public. He has over 32 years of public service as an elected official, nine as city councilman and mayor pro tem, which current with current and previous service on numerous boards and commissions with the city of Port Arthur. He's an activist. He's an environmentalist and he's a. Uh, Know it all with respect to not only Port Arthur, but I what's going on. My brother, my brother, and he's been in front of the Environmental Commission. I can't remember what it is, but welcome to Politics Done Right. John, how you doing, sir? I'm fine, sir. How are you this afternoon? I am doing Good. very, very Good well. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about what kind of stuff you're doing environmentally in, in your community, and it actually extends beyond your community. Well, the key thing that I'm trying to do in the work uh, I'm doing in my community, we need some relief. We have over 12 decades of environmental pollution and contamination from the petrochem industry and people need relief. It's manifested itself in the fact that we have such high rates of cancer, heart, lung, and kidney disease. Matter of fact, we're told in 2010 we had twice the state and national average for those diseases and no one's done any research or looked into 
the why behind all of that. I believe it's environmentally caused because we know what they're putting in the air. Dioxins and all of that. That's right. And we know what they do to the human body. So Mm -hmm. knowing that we don't have to know exactly the company A or company B did it. They all did it. They Mm -hmm. all contributed. That makes all of them an assessor. So first of all, the, the whole action is about getting some relief, addressing the problem directly. Then the second thing is helping people live better. 80% 80% of the citizens don't have medical care coverage. Right. That's problematic. Mm-hmm. So we've got to do something to help them to make their lives better and ease their pain. But what it all boils down to in BIPOC communities like mine and others on the Gulf Coast and across the country is environmental racism, pure mm-hmm. and simple. Right. And we have to find some way to help them and help ourselves. So large part of my work is to do that. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, I've served in so many capacities, born and raised on the fence line. Right. Across the street from the tank farm. Of right. It's now the largest refinery in the country. Mm. Look out the kitchen window, washing dishes and can see. And you can another see the refinery. steam and the gas yes, you can coming see, out of. You can hear it and you can smell it. Right. And so having that exposure, then being an elected official representing my community and now having worked 38 years in the petrochemical industry for don't hold it against me, y'all. Exxon Mobil Corporation. Everybody has a job. Yeah, right. that's right. Uh, it just brought me to know certain things. And I decided toward the end, you know, really while I was still working for them, that all of the promises and all the things they say simply aren't true. They talk about the jobs they bring the communities. Mm-hmm. We make life better. We contribute things. And they do some of that. But they don't do enough to affect the actual lives of people in the BIPOC community themselves. Mm. If so, with the jobs and all they bring there, why do we have such chronically high unemployment? The only places that are higher in Texas mm-hmm. are on the lower end near Brownsville and in that area where they have no petrochemicals. Right. No, uh, no real their industry. Yeah, yeah. That industry is tourism. Right. It don't pay the bills like the petrochem does, like they love to brag on about that, but they don't get hired. Uh, so that, that's a problem. This one, I'm going to stop so you can cut back in. I talked to one of the captains of industry there uh, about a year or so ago. They had transitioned out of that job and was in another capacity in the city. And they were telling me one of their last orders of business was to hire 25 operators. So that person went about doing the work and all and narrowed it down from 2,000 applicants to 800 they tested to 150 they're going to get to 25 from. Care to guess how many of that 25 came from Port Arthur? I would gather that none. Two. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. Now, so if you just extrapolate that out with all the so-called thousands of jobs they produce and create, Mm -hmm. that doesn't amount to much. Not nearly enough for a city of 55,000 to change its complexion from being a poor city with a median income of only 35,000 a year to one that's far more prosperous like one of the other bedroom communities where they're averaging 75, 80 and almost a hundred thousand right next a year. door to your community. In right. fact, we're likely that's where they likely got the hirees from. Mm-hmm. That's right. So um, there, there's something that you mentioned that has always been dear to my heart, and that is healthcare. You know, um, in the price of gas, these guys try to create that balance between the current price of gas versus how much people would buy. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing: I've always talked about the gasoline externalities, right? Mm-hmm. You speak about there, you living in a cancer alley because of these plants that produce gasoline and all these other byproducts. The thing about it is a lot of these companies don't have the affordable health care for these people that are there and they make it seem as if health care is something that, oh, it would be nice if we give them or somehow if they give a piece of health care that they're doing something good. The reality is they are producing a product that create the health care 
to these folks and not paying for it. Shouldn't one of the things that, that we work on towards is since we not yet have a, a, a healthcare for all system mm. that those companies are in fact responsible for the health damage that they are causing in, in cancer alley and other areas like that? Yes. Well, they have to be held responsible. Mm-hmm. If I'm for, uh, take for instance, something that had happened in my, for a family member one time and he was a young man and was involved in something where, you know, he and a bunch of guys were in a car and guys said, Hey man, stop over that convenience store. I, I'm going to get in and get something. Well, he went and got something. All right. He brought a gun with him. And he robbed the police. And when he did, he jumped back in the car with his guys, hurry up and take off. My cousin didn't have anything to do with it. But right. guess what? Right. He was an accessory. Right. Yeah. He was right. an accessory to the act. And there are numerous other cases where you may not have pulled the trigger. Right. But you were there and you were part of it and you didn't do anything to stop it. So you are an accessory to a crime or criminal act. And what's happening to these BIPOC communities and others is truly criminal. Yes. What they're doing is poisoning and killing people. We know that. We know it to be true. The question is, why hasn't anything been done? Why haven't we utilized the system that's in place to be able to get restitution, to be able to get relief, to be able to help those communities. Because anywhere else in American jurisprudence, if you damage or harm me, I have the right to redress. Exactly. I have the right to be compensated for what you have done. Yes. And we have all the evidence and the information. Question is, why ain't nobody going after these guys? So tell us a little bit about your organization, how your organization operates and how. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. People can help get uh, get that redress that you're speaking about for your 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 constituency, the people in your area. Well, the key thing we're doing is, is is that we are in a constant effort to put more information out there for people and educate them, because you're in an area that is for so long depended on this that it's kind of sort of just taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember growing up because I'm second generation petrochem. My dad worked at Gulf Oil, which is now Valero. I right. worked at you know Exxon Mobil, and one of the things that uh, daddy used to say, we'd pass between what's now the largest refinery in the country, Motiva and Exxon and uh, Valero on either side of a four or five lane highway. When you smell that smell. Oh, yeah. You know, you would want to turn up your nose and hold it and all that. Oh, it's horrible. And he say, son, don't turn up your nose at that. That's the smell of money. <laughs> and a lot of people they still that, feel yeah. that way because. At one time, they did gainfully employ new numbers of people and their ancillary industries, the companies that did business with them employed Port Arthur people and the companies that did business with the companies that did business in the plant did business and hired Port Arthur people. But that's no longer the case. Right. So with a lack of those jobs and opportunities and hopelessness that comes with it and not being able to affect change, to take care of your family properly, to have a nice home, to be able to do the things we all take for granted when you got the income. Well, now, you know, because of that, it's manifested itself in those health issues. And also, once again, 
We want to get them some relief. The second of all, we have to educate people and then we have to pursue that justice that we talk about. We have to turn economic or environmental injustice to environmental justice by number one, alleviating the problem. Number two, helping the people who have been affected and seeking relief for them and then giving them a platform upon which to build in this energy equity we talk about in the transition that is going to allow them to not pull themselves up by their bootstraps because I ain't seen no boots yet. If you pulled on them, you got Mm -hmm. off the ground. There you go. But what you got to do is create a system set up where they can climb that ladder of success and attain better for themselves and their families. Absolutely. And your your group is a Port Author Community Action Network. Doing That's right. Very, very good work. How Look us you? up. We're on the web. Uh, com or Pecan Port Arthur, P A C A N, don't not with the E, because if you say with the E, they think we're nuts. That's a can. That's <laughs> anyway, a can. That's a that's a that's a nut. We're hey, not nuts. We're, we're not nuts, and we got to get out of here. Look, I I want to thank you, uh, John Beard, for being here with Politics Done Right. This is important information. You will be on again. Hopefully, we'll get you here at the right time that we can yes, get it all yes, done. I, I all right, my, that and take it. There you go, my brother. We- Absolutely so. I, I had fun with uh, Mr. Beard. Uh, John Beard, I think, is his name. Uh, anyhow, Julie Henderson is in the house. Welcome, Julie. Maywood is in the house as well. Welcome, Maywood. Who else got in late? Carl Cox is in the house. Uh, Eric says, guess the consumers of fossil fuels are just as guilty. Si, senor. Of course. All of us are guilty, but we have to get the options to move on, right? You have to have the... The, the policies that laid out there. It's that simple. Maywood says from Michael Rudd, Eric Hayes, the progressive agenda has always been the same, gearing society and government towards a more for people and more for the environment. Absolutely. Julie Henderson says corporations own government since 1971. Taxpayers must take back America. I agree. MAGA, make America government accountable. I like that. Make American government accountable. Me gusta eso. Eso suena perfectamente. Eric Hayes says, Maywood, Rudnan, live your life and leave others alone with your progressive rhetoric. Uh, with the intelligent rhetoric, I think is what you mean. Uh, replying to Maywood, let's see. Yes, basically making the investments that helps the people, the society, and the country. You know, I just got an email from somebody, right? <laughs> I thought it was funny. Let me see if I can find it. It's like... Um, this guy sent me an email. I tell you, I get all kinds of email. He says, uh, oops, sorry about that. It says, I just read two of your articles. It's the first time I've come across anything written by you. I do have a suggestion. Why don't you go find a nice communist country to live in with you stupid effing commie pinko S-H-I-T. F you. That's, I just got that letter. I just got that letter. Let's, let's put it for you all to see. You know? It's like, wow. How nice. Such a nice person. He doesn't even know the definition of the economic systems or the differences. That, but he read my articles. At least he read it. You know? Anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. Uh, Carl Cox says, guns for criminals and mentally ill in and out of America. Clean air, clean water, safe meds, safe food. No way. Uh, Julie Henderson says, I smell the smell in the petrol aisle of Walmart. 
and you must be at Walmart in Pasadena. Eric Hayes says, Bash what gives your job home? So, okay. Ma, let's see what else we got here. Maywood, let's see. Maywood, okay, let's go here. Eric Hayes says, Government officials rule you. Punto finale. How many times do I have to tell you it's punto final without the E at the end? If you want to do something in Spanish, do it right. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, nothing like that is right. Hey, I get, look, I get all kinds of emails, brother. I mean, if, if I were to, if I were to sit back and lick my wounds for the emails and the, the things people send me, the N-word, go kill myself, go do this, go do that, I would be in trouble. But I kind of revere in it, you know. Egberto, communists have been misunderstanding what communism and socialism are since the Red Scare and the Cold War. Conservatives don't realize that the younger generations have no such fears. Exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head, Mr. Rodnan. All right, anybody else has anything else to say? If you are on Facebook, please give us that thumbs up. I mean, YouTube, please give us that thumbs up. And if you are on, uh, on Facebook, give us the like. If you're on uh, TikTok, well, I'm not on TikTok, right? Flying. I don't do live on TikTok. But if you are... If you are on Twitter, please go ahead and give me a follow. And, you know, we take it from there. Anyhow, anyhow, continuing, we have Crocock says, I wish the best for the victim of the bad weather all across America. And they don't, you know, they don't make the correlation. That's a problem. The correlation isn't made that says, oh, my God, we are, in fact, frying the planet. What can I say? All right, let's see. We got another video for you. CNN's Jake Tapper yesterday had some fun with uh, James Romer, who is the Trump sycophant that runs the, uh, what committee does he run? I don't remember the name of the committee. It's going to be in the program right now. So let's go ahead and listen to what he has to say. I felt sorry for CNN's Jake Tapper, and I felt sorry for Congressman uh, Comer. For different reasons. One, Jake Tapper seemed bewildered at the simple stupidity that was coming from Comer on why he wants to bring in Attorney General Bragg or into questioning for a state matter via the federal government. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Mr. Chairman, thanks so much for joining us. You just wrote uh, a new letter to Manhattan DA Bragg defending your decision to investigate his office, saying that you're considering taking legislative action to prevent presidents from, quote, politically motivated prosecution. What do you say to Bragg, who says you're trying to stop a charge from happening even before you know of any evidence? Well, what the DA is trying to say is is what you just quoted. He said, stay out of local investigations. The problem with that is uh, this is not a local investigation. This is a federal investigation investigation. He's investigating a presidential candidate, not to mention former president of the United States. To brag, he doesn't have the luxury of determining whether or not he can uh, comply with con- congressional requests uh, because he crossed over 
two levels of government from the local level to the federal level to try to prosecute something that that clearly if there was a reason uh, for prosecution it should be done by the department of justice on the federal level well he's investigating as i understand it uh, potential violations of state crimes uh, even at that uh, look th- let's let's just be honest here i mean th- this is about politics this is a presidential candidate when you look at what we believe the role of the Manhattan DA should be is to fight crime. I mean, that's one of the biggest issues in New York. We saw that in the midterm elections last November. Are you arguing that people who commit business crimes are not committing crimes? Look, well, is this a business crime? We're talking about a federal election crime here, Jake. This is a federal election crime. My understanding is that he that he's being investigated for falsifying business records. Uh, it's you know there was a related prosecution. Michael Cohen went to prison. That was a federal investigation from the U.S. attorney during the Trump year, as well as related crimes. Um, I don't remember hearing anything from you during that period. I guess he wasn't a candidate, but he had been working for Donald Trump. That was a U.S. attorney that prosecuted. We're talking about a local attorney. And and the and, and look, if you open a can of worms here. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to have county attorneys in in red areas, in in parts of Kentucky, rural Kentucky, where I am, that are going to start trying to uh, overreach into into federal election laws. This is something that uh, if it needs to be investigated or prosecuted, it should be done on the federal level by the Department of Justice. You keep asserting what this investigation is, and we haven't seen an indictment. We haven't seen charges. We haven't seen evidence. What if District Attorney Bragg comes forward with an indictment, with evidence, and proof that Donald Trump did commit these crimes, you you still think he shouldn't be charged? Well, we believe that he should come explain to us exactly what he's investigating, because at the end of the day, this is a presidential candidate. This is the, uh, for better or worse, leading contender for the Republican nomination. We believe the local DAs need to be focused on business crimes, on burglary, on thefts, on on carjackings, and all the things that that we see happening Mm. uh, in these big cities that are that are creating a crime crisis in America. So a, a lot of your fellow Republicans on the Senate side seem to be concerned about what you and your your fellow committee chairman in the House side are doing. They seem to think that you and your colleagues are, are going way beyond looking into the use of federal funds and are risking interfering in a local investigation of a private citizen allegedly accused of committing a crime that someone's already gone to prison for. It's not a sincere argument to say it's a local investigation when you're investigating a presidential candidate and the former president of the United States. Again, we believe that uh, this should be done on the on the federal level. We don't believe this is a good use of tax dollars. And if Mr. Bragg wants to come in and explain to us what he what he's doing and he makes a good uh, explanation, he makes a good argument, uh, and we see that we're uh, in an area where we shouldn't belong, such as the Republic some of the Republican senators say, then, then we'll back off. If he uh, refuses to to come in willingly, will you will you subpoena? Him? Well, that'll be up to Jim Jordan. I mean, he's the lead uh, investigator in in this particular situation. Jim Jordan, who refused to comply with the congressional subpoena in the previous Congress. It is amazing that these MAGA Republican Trump sycophants can so wrap themselves into pretzels and destroy their entire credibility with arguments that make absolutely no sense. The man should be ashamed of himself because, again, he's attempting to say that 
Trump's state crimes should not be handled by the state. And this party that always talks about states' rights now wants it in the federal government's domain. It is complete, it's completely anathema to everything they normally preach. This is the heights of, well, I guess it's what the MAGA Republicans have converted their party into. Absolutely. So it's what they have turned the partner into. And my God, my God, it's tough. Lee Grant says, Rudnan Hillary broke the ninth commandment of uh, the, the, the steel dossier. Thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And she did it so much that they, you know, that's why I guess Hillary's in jail. That's why, oh my God. Oh, all right. Let's see what else we got here. Paul Fleming says, MAGA, make attorneys get attorneys. I heard that one on some channel recently. Or do you, did you make that one up and I heard it somewhere else? All right, let's go for it. We also have uh, Eric says Cohen paid her. Mm, wow. Amazing. Carl Cox, Comer wants to protect Trump and other fascists. Bridge MCP is in the house. How are you doing, our beautiful Bridge? Uh, Michael Rudnan says Trump is currently being investigated for so many different crimes in multiple locations. Three in New York for business fraud crimes, for campaign finance violation and for rape. And two in D.C. for inciting insurrection and for willful retention of stolen government documents. One in Georgia for suborning election fraud. Anyone else other than Trump would have already been standing in front of a jury trial, convicted and jailed, the criminal that he is. Paul Fleming says, I don't know which version of Destroyer MAGA uh, wants to become, an unconstructed triglodyte or an orange marshmallow. (laughs) That's funny. Trump rally, yes, thousands, but so small and so many left after half hour. I know. I know people, the, people get tired of listening to the crap after a while, you know? Mike Cisek said, it's amazing that leftists are trying to push a case when there is no crime. You keep believing that. I got a bridge, you know, uh, Cisek. You want to buy the London Bridge? I mean, the, uh, the Brooklyn Bridge. I've got it for sale. I'll give you the title. All right. Michael Rudnan says, Trump ran 2016 as a fall populist, promising so much stuff to the people. What's his politics now? Culture war, nonsense, and revenge politics. It's a losing game. I agree. Mike Cisak says, I guess leftists don't understand the difference between levels of government. No, the one who doesn't understand it seems to be Comer. Comer wants to call a state action something that the federal government should do. That is why if you took a look at the whole interview, look at, look at Jake Tapper's face. Jake Tapper is like, this guy knows better. This guy should know better. This guy does know better, but he can't admit it. LOL, unreconstructed troglodyte. LOA, LOL, LOL. Oh, you got to, you got to her, man. Unreconstructed troglodyte. You got to our, our beautiful bridge MCP, El Senor um, Paul Fleming. All right, let's see. What time is it here? Um, we have one more video, but before we go to that, yeah, let's do that last video. And then we'll talk about Israel. So here we go. And we'll be right back. The TikTok grand distraction. I'm bewildered by the TikTok hoopla. It is clear the congressperson, congresspersons know absolutely nothing that they're talking about. 
as a software developer who has written TCPIP software and programmed microprocessors on the bit level, I can tell everyone in clear fashion that we are wasting a lot of time on this issue, on false premises. In the process, people who have built vertical businesses on this platform are likely panicking and they shouldn't be panicking. I find it ironic that we are quick to jump on foreign companies like TikTok, but do not do so on foreign companies that truly cause American harm. One has to wonder if the ultimate goal is to remove a competitor that figured out how to build a more engaging app that most company than most companies. It would be it would easy to create a TikTok knockoff that uses multiple American-based servers that transfers information to Chinese servers through transient servers virtually undetected. If we were serious about keeping people's information private, we would make it illegal to collect the data in the first place, but most people voluntarily provide the data for convenience. Brett Wilkins from Common Dreams wrote the following. Civil and digital rights groups this week joined a trio of progressive U.S. lawmakers in opposing bipartisan proposals to ban the social uh, to ban the social media platform TikTok, arguing that such efforts are rooted in China. All right. Here's what I want to tell folks. Here's what I want to tell folks. Don't believe the hype. And I'm going to leave the rest of that segment for those who read the newsletter to read because I have Andrew here, a real person, to talk about this. You can go to politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter to finish reading the article. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think a lot of what you said is very right. I think uh, the the push to ban TikTok right. is less motivated by genuine concern for Americans' privacy and more for the great game, the great geopolitical game, striking a blow against China, which is, I think, the entire uh, wrong approach to take to geopolitics in general, but you know, with China specifically. I think the real issue here is not that... China can collect this data and use it. The the problem is that the data can be collected by anyone and right. use it. There are things called data brokers, right. people who collect this data here in the U.S. Right. and then sell it to whoever wants to who, buy the it. highest bidder, the highest bidder, right? Who who can be the Chinese government right. if they want to, but is more often American companies like Facebook and Google, and even the U.S. government, the NSA, the CIA, the FBI, these sorts of uh, you know three letter agencies, right? And so the real issue, the real threat to Americans' privacy is not China, in my opinion. The real threat is the companies that collect this data and our own government that can do far more damage to our daily lives with it than any foreign government can. And and I think that is, you know, and that is the discussion, that is the debate that I don't hear from our national media. And and that's the reason why I covered this a bit on my three o'clock segment yesterday. And I said, you know, it really needed some uh, some more coverage in that nobody's ever everybody they're they're going crazy. TikTok is going to take our data and give it to China. And they never asked the question, what is China going to do with that data? Mm. What are they going to do with that data? Are they, are they able to control us here? No, they're not. Right. Right. Uh, they may they may do some kind of campaigns like what Donald Trump did under the auspices of Russia. Right. But I mean, that isn't the issue. Yeah. We never did anything about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, the the actual risk that comes from a foreign government or foreign entity of any sort having the you know, shopping habits, browsing habits, uh, you know, advertiser uh, demographic data mm-hmm. of American citizens is limited because they're they can affect us. Yes, but they they are limited by the fact that they're not over here. They're exactly. not they're not in uh connection and in collaboration with American businesses, with the American government. So it, it, it is really an overblown concern. And if there is, you know, to the extent that there is a legitimate privacy concern, the solution is to pass a federal privacy law right. that restricts the amount of data that can be collected, restricts the types of data that can be collected and gives American consumers more opportunities to take control over their own data, over that data that's collected. You know, maybe like they could follow what many of the like European countries are doing the general data protection regulation. Yeah. Right. You know, so, I mean, you, you wonder at times. So, I mean, folks, give us a call. You're, I would like to hear some of your thoughts on TikTok. Should we really restrict TikTok? Should we really be concerned about TikTok? Should we really fear that somehow TikTok is going to take our data and uh, give it to China and let China does do something with it? Go ahead, t- uh, Tori. Yeah, I've got some uh, thoughts on China and TikTok. I mean, you know, fine. They want to get into the U.S. Uh, hearts and minds via TikTok, you know, or whatever they're doing, you know, distract people with entertainment, which is, you know, what Hollywood and all the big media has been doing here for years. But uh, I think it's tit for tat. You know, let free media, let free, let U.S. companies have free media in China. And that's it, period. Equal exchange. You know, let Chinese people have access to the internet because they're closed off. I mean, the Chinese Communist Party is evil and they don't let people have access to free information. So why should we let them have any kind of platform here? That's that, my opinion. No, I, no, I, and that's a valid opinion if that's the way TikTok worked, right? That your opinion would be perfectly valid if that's the way TikTok worked. Unfortunately, uh, the people that are generating the, the media, the, the, the TikTok media per, uh, per se are actually American citizens. Yes. You may get a, a, you may get a, a, a media blast or they may influence some American citizens to do something, but it is the people that are putting media on TikTok are bona fide American citizens right. or European citizens. So, I mean, I, I don't think, you know, when folks says, well, let us into China. Yeah, it would be nice if they let us into China. Sure. But the, the thing about it is the people that, that TikTok is letting into America aren't Chinese. Are the people that TikTok is letting into America are American citizens. So right. TikTok is no different than Facebook. It's no different than Instagram. And guess who, which foreign company influenced us in the last election? Who was it? It was Facebook. It was Cambridge Analytica. Thank you. And where's Cambridge Analytica? UK. It was, uh, yeah, it was so. UK, the UK. And not only was it the UK, Cambridge Analytica, but do remember that the people that influenced the election then by all the bots in Russia. Mm. And this is all, all of this is quantifiable and verifiable. Yeah. Quantifiable and verifiable. Anyhow, folks, that was the last video of the day. Let's get talking into what's going on in Israel. You know, uh, is I guess we have these totalitarians like uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. We also have uh, Bols- uh, Jail Bor- Bajair Borsana- Bolsonaro. Then we also had 
Donald Trump. Uh, it, it is amazing uh, that these guys don't get the lesson, right? Well, it turns out, guess what? It turns out that he had to back down. Live updates. Netanyahu delays plan to overall top court. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel announced that he would delay judicial changes that have set off civil unrest. The move was aimed at giving Israel's leader time to de-escalate the political crisis, though protests continue. We need to continue the protests in Israel until it's done. Prime Minister Benjamin announced on Monday that he was delaying his, his thing. The concession came after the head of a powerful far right-wing political party, Itamar Ben-Javir, said he was open to postponing the vote, giving Mr. Netanyahu the breathing room to step back and try to de-escalate the protests that have ground Israel to a halt. And it needs, and it needs to continue to, to revolt in the streets until we make sure that that doesn't happen at all. Israeli police on a highway in Tel Aviv use a water cannon from a distance in an attempt to prevent protesters from blocking the road. We're going to talk about France. Don't worry about it. That was actually the subject, uh, part of the subject on what I did at KPFT today. But yeah, so it turns out that uh, this guy wants to have the judiciary, the, 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 the regular Knesset, which is our Congress, can say, ah, we don't like what the Supreme Court says. They're interpreting the Constitution wrong, so we won't follow it. Hey, you have to determine what kind of government you want to have. You want to determine what kind of... But, you know, what the problem with Netanyahu is that he's under so many corruption charges right now that he wants to control the judiciary, probably with the expectation that nothing is going to happen. Anyway, Persuasive Barrier, welcome to Politics and Right, he says... Our ISP records and sells our, I mean, ISP record, records and sells our data. Thanks to Congress and co-sponsors of bills like Rand Paul, who then don't vote at all when their vote doesn't matter, to hide their crappy views. It turns out that, yes, it, to, to go after TikTok is a joke. Because the capitalist goes ahead and sell your stuff no matter what. So don't listen to them. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. The Senate won't pass it according to Bridge, I agree. Michael Rodney says, China has your internet great wall. Their people, internet is heavily censored. Yes, they are. We can't do anything about that, right? But they're not the ones that are doing this stuff here in the States. Persuasive Barrier says, yeah, but your ISP is behind all that. Okay. Uh, Persuasive Barrier also says, the problem with TikTok is that they heavily regulate Chinese people, then have a totally different app for the Western world. True. True. But the thing about it is we don't care about what they're at per se. I mean, we care about if we want to have regulations that work, let's say for kids and all of that. I don't know what it is too. It's past my, um, it's above my pay grade, but there's something we should do about that, that I agree with. Paul Fleming says Europe, uh, Europe of fast advances is known that the human body is beautiful. I'm sure one of us has seen a parent naked, but accident uh, naked but accident or has gone by accident uh, or has gone to museums to see the status of the human body. I agree. The human body is a beautiful thing. Es algo bien precioso. Right? Eric Hayes says, let Chiba buy land next to, to military sites and let China balloons fly around, etc., etc. Keep, keep that thinking up. Sure, TikTok owner and holding company is what? Connected to I, sometimes I don't know what you're saying, Eric. Sad thing, 
is push China and Russia and Iran together. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. 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 Uh, let's see what's going on here. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, Netanyahu needs to go so right wing now. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Uh, what else have we got here? Carl Cox, Netanyahu and Trump want a Turkish-style dictatorship. Lee Grant, Macron's become a fascist. Paris burns as we speak. Isn't France just like Canada? Just do that what you want without voter input? Oh, Lord. You know, uh, Egberto, you do TikTok and others too. If you should if get bad results, oh, well, I do TikTok. I love TikTok. I learned a lot on TikTok. And I give a lot of message on TikTok as well. AVQ, persuasive barrier, it's funny thought. What the difference between conspiracy thinking and organized religion? Uh, let's see what else we got here. Persuasive evangelicals are going to go QAnon on anything. No surprise, they went nuts over the statue of David. Hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. I have a question for the audience. Uh, they are at KPFT. Uh, uh, well, I sh let, let me see how to put this. I, I, shouldn't, I, I shouldn't say they are because this isn't the information that's known per se. So let me ask my audience. Should I do an on-air show, let's say by trading a noon slot, three noon slots for five, six a.m. central time slots, which would be seven a.m. Eastern, but 4 a.m. Pacific. Um, let me hear a vote from you guys. Since some many of you guys are both dual, you guys both support me at KPFT 90.1 as well as you support me at right here. Should I, should I go ahead and switch my hours from Bridge MCP says no. Okay. All right. You know you carry a lot of weight, Bridge. You carry a lot of weight. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, any other, any other, any other votes? Let's see. Should I do? I'm not talking about this show. This show stays at three. I'm talking about my on-air show. Should I do my on-air show at um, six a.m.? They they want to give me five. Let's say five days at six a.m. on air, and five days here at three p.m. on the on the internet once. So vote. Come on, people, vote. No viewers. Okay. Okay. Keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going. Paul Fleming says no. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. So stay with the 12 o'clock. You know, that's what it sounds like to me too. But hey, you know, 6 a.m. What? <laughs> that would kill you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Egberto, it's almost time for you to say vaya con Dios. Adios, muchacho. <laughs> in other words, you, you think I should just go ahead and leave leave um, leave KPFT altogether? Oh wow! <laughs> Persuasive barrier. Thank you so kindly for peer uh, peer character lifting some weight, saying keep it up. Thank you, Persuasive barrier. Love you, brother. Daniel Ledo says, "Oh my God, Egberto just called Bridge." What? Oh Lord. Oh, Lord, poor thing, poor thing, poor thing, poor thing. 
All right, so the vote says no. Well, you know, if they if, if they try to force the move at six o'clock, I guess I'll have to say absolutamente no, por favor, then. You know, uh, you guys rule. The audience rules. Uh, he, <laughs> you rule. Okay, so let's let's take the vote officially. Let's take the vote officially. I want to get it officially. Right now, I do KPFT 90.1 on air at noon, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Okay? And I do, Cape, do my internet show five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There has been suggestion that I do uh, the on-air show at drive time, 6 a.m., Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, well, I keep this regular show here at the right time. All right, the vote is no. Okay. Okay, no problem. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell folks that I can't accept that then. Uh, I'll tell folks I can't accept that. It's a democracy, right? And if they decide that they they can't have me at continue at noon, well... I guess I'll just go ahead and, well, I'll have to make decisions after that. But you guys rule. You guys rule. You guys rule. All right. Uh, let, let's see what else we have here. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, para ver, para Friday at 6. And uh, let's see. Can you just do Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6 and this? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, this doesn't change, Alistair. My 3 o'clock will not change. This is y'all's hour. And the last time I tried to change it, you guys told me no, and I will remain doing that. Uh, anyway, so that that is, I, I I like to put it up to a vote to see what you guys think, etc., etc., etc. But anyhow, um, let let's let let's talk about that. He won't. He, no, he won't have an audience then. There you go. Okay, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Um, anyway, it's about, oh, it's not time yet. I still have about five more minutes to go. I still have about five more minutes. Michael Rodin says, Egberto, if you start doing a morning show, we're probably going to see bags under your eyes after a few days. Take care of yourself, man. Thank you, brother. That's why I love you all so much, you know. Uh, I always say, my peeps look out for me. My peeps look out for me. My peeps look out for me. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, you guys would know where to take your support. If for some reason I take off from uh, from that place, we'll see. We'll see. We'll. You read. Your read. His read. Mine. Oh my God, Egberto Willis just called DL an idiot. I mean, we knew, but. <laughs> Oh no, he won't have. Let's see, Bridge. I read yours. Is that what you're saying? You read. You read his. Read mine. All right. I will read yours. Let me see. What did I miss? Bridge says vote no. Then Bridge also says no. He won't have an audience. Bridge also says you read this. His read mine. Did I do it now? Thank you, my dear beautiful lady. I did. I read it for you. Eric K says this is not anyone else's fault. Bond. Lord for prospects. Uh, okay, no, you read it. You read it. Thank you. I read it. You read it. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Carl Cox says, leave it as is. Carl Cox has great res resent comment. Carl Cox has great recent comment. 
Okay, what is Carl Cox's recent comment? Uh, Carl Cox says, once again, this is to be said. Mashed potatoes, yes. Gravy, no. Whatever that means. Daniela Doe says, take the morning slot. Don't let your selfish disciples direct your career. Um, Brother, it's not my selfish disciples. We are a family. We're a team. And you know what, Ledo? You are like the prodigal brother in our family, but you are a part of our family too, and we love you. All right? You hear me, Ledo? You heard me, Ledo? And we mean that. All right, what else we got here? Um, uh, I'll, I'll try to watch that, sir. Bridge MCP said, add Egberto Willis. Shout out to Persuasive Barrier. Thank you. I said, I think I did a shout out to Persuasive Barrier and I told him thank you for the super chat. If I didn't, Persuasive Barrier, forgive me, forgive me. No gravy on mashed potatoes. Actually, I like mashed potatoes with that brown gravy. You know, it's usually pretty good. As you can see, I'm done with the program. Oh, I need to ask you guys to support the show. I need to ask you to support the show. Uh, let's see uh, where we got here. Donation links. Para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Here we go. Please support the program. You can support the program by, go by going to PayPal. Okay. Uh, here we go. PayPal, politicsunright.com slash PayPal. You can also support the program by going to politicsunright.com slash Patreon. Politicsandright.com says Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Please also support us by doing... Uh, you can find all the different forms of ways to support us by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. You can get our t-shirts. You can uh, buy our books, all that good stuff. That is how we can get it all done. So anyway, folks, thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. This is your show. E2, hi, E2247, you were missed. E2247, why are you so late, sir? We love you, man. Well, we love all of you. So anyway, thank you so kindly. Um, I want you all to give, is Bruce Pollard in the house? Let's give Bruce Pollard a shout out for helping me uh, with the website uh, to get some, some articles up on the website. Let's go ahead and give Bruce Pollard a big, big thank you and a big, big group hug. Yeah, Bruce is in the house. John Young, done moving to I. Thank you very much. So everybody, give Bruce a hand. Give Bruce Pollard a big hand. He's taking some, some, some weight off of my shoulders by posting third-party um, articles to the website. I do appreciate it. We could not do this work without you. Guys. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? What am I? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.